Hi, welcome to The Bug Plug, a podcast about all things insects, arachnids, arthropods, creepies, and crawlies. I'm Kaylee, and today we're learning about jumping spiders. I'm on a little bit of a spider kick recently. We are firmly in the spiders in the house season where I live. I don't know where you live or if you have this season, but right after it first gets hot here, all the spiders come inside. And I do mean all the spiders. I probably have a dozen in my house right now, and about 90% of them are jumping spiders. The others are wolf spiders if you're curious. This is off topic, but I was pulling weeds yesterday and I saw like 16 wolf spiders. It was incredible and they were all about the same size, so I feel like eggs just hatched. I don't know that for sure, but it was very cool. Okay, so jumping spiders. They're so cute. Have you seen photos of their little faces? They're literally the cutest spiders. There are about 6,000 species of jumping spiders, ranging from 0.08 inches to almost an inch long. 0.08, that's tiny guys. The jumping spiders I've seen in my house are all pretty small. Honestly, I assumed they were babies, but jumping spiders are just little spiders. The jumping spiders make up the largest group of spiders, so odds are you've seen one. Different jumping spider species can be found all over the world living in different environments. Physically, other than being cute and tiny, the jumping spiders are very hairy looking. Remember back on the tarantula episode, we talked about spider hairs. The hairs aren't made of protein like ours, but instead they're made of chitin, the same material that makes up insect exoskeletons. Their hairs give them a better understanding of the world around them. By picking up on tiny vibrations, the hairs let the spiders know if there's movement in their area. Like all arachnids, the jumping spider's bodies are made up of a head, a cephalothorax, and an abdomen. They have two pedipalps by their mouth that act as sensory organs and aid in feeding. They have eight eyes, two primary eyes in the front of their heads that are larger than the others, and these help the spider see colors and details. The others help detect motion and give the spider a 360 degree view. They can see all the way around themselves. Jumping spiders have fantastic eyesight, which makes them great predators. In fact, they have the best eyesight of all spiders. As somebody with terrible vision, I'm very jealous. There are spiders that see better than me. In addition to being able to see their prey well, the jumping spiders can jump. Shocking, right? On average, these little spiders can leap about six inches. That's pretty impressive when you remember that they're less than an inch long. Unlike some other spiders that we've learned about, the jumping spiders don't build webs to trap prey. Instead, they hunt. They like to eat really anything their size or smaller. This makes them great garden dwellers because they eat the bugs that are harmful to your fruits, veggies, and flowers. It also makes them great kitchen companions for me because my neighborhood has a real ant issue and the jumping spiders can help take care of that. I do not recommend releasing spiders into your house to get rid of ants, but I'm not kicking any of the jumping spiders out, while I'm saying. Okay, there's a few species that make this statement about their diet a lie. 
One species can eat things like frogs and lizards that are much larger than they are, while another species has been known to eat leaves instead of bugs. For the most part, though, jumping spiders leap and catch small prey. They're sometimes called fly tigers because they're known to catch flies out of the air. That's very cool. I'd love to see that. Because the group of jumping spiders is so large, it's hard to tell exactly what color they are like as a group. So some are brown, some are green, some are blue, and some have this red band around their eyes, which I think is my favorite spider look. In addition to having different colors, the different jumping spider species have different mating rituals. The males usually do specific little dances or displays to any potential mate. And by potential mate, I mean any jumping spider female, regardless of species. Luckily, the females only want to hang out with the males of her species, so she ignores the dances or displays of the other species. So, like, she knows what her species will do to get her attention, and the other ones, she's just like, I don't know what you're doing, get out of here. My favorite is one species that hits its legs on the ground and makes its body vibrate to sing. Very cool. What a showman. That's what The Greatest Showman should have been about. Or, honestly, maybe it was. I never saw the movie. After mating, the females will lay about 100 eggs encased in silk. Okay, I know I said they don't spin webs, but they do have the ability to make them, using them to protect their eggs, and sometimes they use their silk to anchor themselves before jumping to make sure they can make a safe return. Like Spider-Man, Peter Parker is a jumping spider. Again, never saw any of the movies. I don't know what kind of spider bit him. I want to say it was a Black Widow. I don't know. I never saw it. After the eggs hatch, little spiderlings emerge. These are just small versions of the jumping spider, which is mind-blowing because they're already so small. They will molt and grow until reaching adulthood. On average, they'll live between six months and three years out in the wild. They pose no threat to you, your pets, your family, your neighbors, your friends, your enemies, or your frenemies. They are venomous, and they use their venom to subdue their prey, but their venom is relatively harmless to people. It's been described as a very mild pain, and some people do have a mosquito bite-looking welt. However, the spiders are typically very docile and will only bite when being hurt, like actively attacked. I've held them before and had no issue outside the terror that they would jump on my face and crawl into my nose. That's not something they've been known to do. I just have a weird fear about bugs going in my nose or ears. Finally, will it pet? Yes, people keep jumping spiders. In captivity, they live longer than in the wild, so you can have one of these little guys for several years. Their tanks are relatively easy to make and maintain, you just have to replicate their natural environment. They like to chase their prey, so simply dropping in a cricket will make them very happy. One lab successfully trained one named Kim, so you know, the more you interact, the better your spider will know how to act. Isn't that fun? They taught this spider to do like tricks and to respond to certain things. Very cool. Put some time into it and your jumping spider pet will be the coolest 
pet. I mean, the best I can hope for with my pet beetles is that they let me pick them up without passing out. Some days we're there, some days we're not. As always, if you're going to bring a new living thing into your house, it is your responsibility to give it the best life possible. Please do your research before taking on any pet. Alright, let's recap and close this one out. Jumping spiders are tiny and cute. They're very hairy, allowing them to better sense the world around them. And that hair is made of chitin, not protein like ours. It's not the same thing. And they get their name because they leap to catch prey. You know, they're jumping spiders. Okay, that'll do it for this episode. I'll see you next time here on the Bug Plug Podcast. Mm-hmm.